This is the Loiner's View podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the new podcast. Oh, yes, we are here. Uh, right, so basically, this podcast is very simple. It is rugby league, Leeds Rhinos, normal sort of chat. You know, at this moment in time, we are kind of in a situation where, oh, let's be honest, no rugby league to talk about. However, we're going to make it fun. We're going to have a laugh. It's going to be people appearing each week. Going to be a fair few of us who are on each week. And at this moment, I'm I'm Laurie. I'm a Leeds Rhinos fan. And with me at the moment is Mr. Christopher Patrick Esquire. Hello, Mr. Christopher Patrick. Hello, Laurie Lee. How are you doing? You all right? I'm right. Not so bad. Right. Well, we are awaiting somebody just joined in, but we'll uh, we'll you know we'll we'll keep him here for the time being. He'll be able to join us in a second. We'll keep him. We'll we'll you know we'll get him mentioned in a moment. Uh, I'm also bad. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Patrick, how is lockdown life treating you? Um, it's not too bad. Um, working from home. Um, yeah, just just drinking probably more than what I really should be <laughs> these days. Uh, watching you know. Making a Murderer, a lot of Netflix series right now. Um, yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, just trying to watch a few of the old uh, Rhinos episodes as well on uh, on YouTube. <laughs> They've been uh, very clever to uh, us loyal fans by putting plenty of uh, games that we win um, online. Yeah. Uh, as well as, <laughs> I'm quite impressed with that. I mean, uh, obviously the favourite has to be, uh, you know, good old uh, Cardiff from, uh, what what was it now? To, uh, from when uh, Jordan Tansy ended up uh, making... Oh, what, what year were it? ...over ourselves back in uh, how many years ago, you know? So um, that wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, so I think we're kind of um, we're doing okay in that sense. Um, it's intriguing though, Chris. It kind of I'm getting a bit like lost without rugby, especially at this time of year. It's kind of like what is going on, you know? Like, yeah, you know what we're doing here, you know. So <laughs> I mean, that's going to be interesting. Uh, like when it does restart again, I think. I think I'm to be honest. Yeah. I think the way this year has started, I, I'm kind of getting used to it now. Although I am missing the rugby. Um, it's like Claire was saying the other day. We've actually been to more games than virtual players. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And we've—I mean, let's be honest. Um, if you look back so far at our season so far, it's kind of like we—you know—it couldn't have happened at a worst moment for Leeds. Let's be honest. So mm. you know, I mean, we were doing quite well. I mean, if you think about it, our worst performance so far has to be the first game of the season. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, you know, playing playing Hull at home, we got absolutely, to be fair, we got steamrolled, didn't we? And then you just kind of think after the last couple of seasons we've had, we're like, okay, is it just going to be a, a long season ahead? Are we going to struggle? Um, and yeah, we, we've just seemed to bounce back. Um, I mean, for me, I, I think the highlights so far, when I say highlight, there's not really much to choose from, but oh, um, there's been a few. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think, to be fair, it's... It, I mean, it had to be uh, it had to be beating Warrington, you know, to, to nil Warrington at the time, um, you know, with, with the team that they've got out, and, and to do it in style and to nil them, um, certainly showed to Super League that you know we're on his way back. I mean, especially having Gale in the team and you know Boston's around the park. But like you say, it's it, it's sod's law. Um, we start hitting a bit of form, you know, we, we're kind of leading up to maybe playing Catalans away. We then have all this with the coronavirus. Uh, which is another story in itself. And well, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, who did get the which Rhinos uh, players? Sorry, fans made it onto the pitch at Catalan again. Yeah. Uh, me, Liam. The story out then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a group of uh, loyal supporters who were out in Perpignan uh, for that game. Um, well, sorry, 
for that day, I should say, because let's be honest, the game didn't happen, but you never mind. You know, it was a good, uh, a very good effort. I'll try find a video. We can um, at least put it onto, we can, you know, we'll put it onto the Loiners View um, uh, Twitter account at some point or I'll retweet it. By the way, folks, if you are listening, uh, go onto Twitter um, and look up Loiners View. This is us. And um, you'll be able to, uh, we'll put some stuff. We're going to be putting stuff up all the time. And we are kind of going to be trying doing this podcast maybe a week, maybe two, especially when the season kicks off. There might be added extra ones where there'll be. Um, added guests so we shall see how that goes because let's be honest there could be all sorts happening in the next few weeks so i don't think we'll be kind of short stuff to talk about i don't know maybe what do you reckon i yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping possibly we, we get the season back up and running say i mean being realistic maybe june july time i mean we, we've just had the news now that the magic weekend has it been cancelled or would you say is it maybe postponed till later on right. in the year right this is where i've seen things magic weekend Let's be honest, it's going to be awkward. And um, oh, sorry, we do apologise for interrupting here. Um, We have we have a guest joining us, and that guest is Mr. Jordan Walker. Hello, Jordan. Hey, Lodge. All right, how are you doing? Uh, Welcome along. We're just on about Magic Weekend at the moment, young sir. On a lack of. I mean, let's be honest. It's going to be difficult. I don't understand how we're kind of going to. play it i don't know what do you reckon it's gonna be interesting well they're saying that they're still going to try and have it you know obviously later in the year and having a like a a rugby league stadium the thing is who really wants to go and spend a weekend in lee in september you know it's it's gonna be hard (laughs) let's be honest especially with like the premier league all being um, gay side out it ain't gonna be a football ground it can't be a football ground because let's be honest how they're gonna do that it's gonna be an absolute nightmare because they don't know the fixtures it's going to be a nightmare, isn't it? I mean, mm. maybe postpone it a year. Is that in question? Do you reckon? I, I, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, when we're talking about uh, social distancing, you know, I mean, there's, there's even talk about having possibly games behind closed doors, maybe, you know, having the games on like a pay-per-view service where the season ticket holders can watch all the home games. We just don't, like, really don't know how it's going to work. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of talk of potentially having maybe Magic Weekend. I've seen Headingley even being touted around as well. I mean, obviously, we've got a £40 million redevelopment we need to uh, to pay towards as well. So, who knows? Let's, let's be honest, Patrick. Why don't we just ask Salford? I mean, they've got plenty of space in their ground whenever they play again. <laughs> <laughs> at least have a look at that, to be honest. Um, right, so, if it, I mean, for instance, we've, we're talking about Magic Weekend. Newcastle, going back there, it was going to be brilliant. Let's be honest. It's one of the perfect venues for a big league, especially for Magic Weekend. Um, if we had to go back to, say, if we couldn't go to Newcastle, where would you look at? Maybe, are you thinking possibly Manchester, if we could? Maybe Cardiff, if we could? Could we do it in a city where we haven't been before? Um, would it be possible, do you think? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Sorry. All right. Yeah, did you even hear that? Oh, I was going to say, sorry about that. I don't know what went wrong there. Right, if we had to move somewhere, if we couldn't have it in Newcastle, where would you want like it to be held at? Like magic? Um, I think, personally, for me, um, I'd love to go back to Cardiff. Yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Cardiff would be brilliant because you, you had the best of both worlds. Um, great venue, brilliant ground. Um, you just had everything on your doorstep as well. Um, I mean, let's let's be honest. It's just a good piss up. I mean, I think for me, it's probably 
I mean, it, it would be nice to maybe go back to Manchester as well because it is close by. Um, I think if you were to maybe look at somewhere completely different, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Why would you take it to Dublin or somewhere like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, in theory, I mean, I know we've seen people mention Dublin in the past, but it kind of makes you think, doesn't it? Like, could we take it a bit further afield? I know they've mentioned London, haven't they? I mean, I think they are talk of maybe having the grand final at Spurs' ground, maybe. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen that uh, mentioned, but it makes you wonder, doesn't it, where where would be feasible? But who knows? Let's be honest. I think certainly um, for the foreseeable as well. Like One, one of the issues that we're, we're going to have to sort of, you know, take into mind is the fact that people's disposable incomes potentially going to be a lot less for like the next the next couple of years? Yeah. So whilst it's maybe not not the best venue or the most enjoyable day out, I think maybe if we were to have it at the likes of the Etihad, it's more cost effective for people, and the attendance that, will probably be yeah. okay there. Well, one thing that we have um, obviously obviously seen in this uh, time of lockdown is um, how are people coping, and it's not just us fans. Let's be honest. Some of the players have been going a little bit bonkers, haven't they? Let's be honest. I mean, we've seen Wagger doing like a training session for kids. Um, we've seen um, other players go a bit bonkers. However, let's be honest, there is one player who does seem to have upped his game ever so slightly, uh, Mr. Conrad Harrell. I mean, let's talk about this absolute genius, shall we? I mean, today he's done a cooking lesson online on uh, Instagram. I mean, how can we describe this hero? I mean, he's, he's brilliant and he's, he's such a character. I mean, did you see him the other week um, doing his super, super, superstar DJing as well? I mean, that was impressive. <laughs> I learned a lot from that. Let's be honest. Mixmaster Mikey, well, that were impressive. That's it, least like. Um, he's got that ability, hasn't he? I mean, he's a showman. I mean, as it sounds, is he the most like marketable character in Super League? What do you reckon, boys? Oh, he must be. Yeah, def- like definitely, he's just a go around good bloke, isn't he? As well, it's very rare you find like an overseas signing that comes into a city and just like perfectly and like encapsulates everything about that city within the short time that he's short time he's been there. I mean, we've had him what just over a year what? now, yeah, and he's, yeah. he's already like a cult hero fitting fit into the city. You, you don't want to think so far in the future, but it'll be a sad day when he goes already. I can, you know, got an element say that he's, he's a like a genuinely good bloke. He seems to do quite quite well, really, don't we? With the um, with the overseas signings that we make, the like the likes of Kylie and Ali and people like that, really old sort of. If we're going to go down, are we going to go down this road? Because if we're going to look at like like players that we've signed, we could also go down the road of absolute dross that we've signed. Let's be honest. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. there's always a there's always a ball for loom knocking about, isn't there? And, you know, there's always, uh, what what's his <laughs> name? Uh, Joe Vickery. Oh, what a legend. I mean that time he run at Hull, Hull FC were it where he went diagonally. <laughs> no, he went straight across the pitch did like, mind you, I, I maintain that Joe Vickery would still score tries outside Conrad. It must be an absolute joy. <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, that's a good point. All he, I mean, he set it all up and that would be it. He'd straight there, score. That's a fair It must be there. the best job in rugby league, being the winger on the same side of the field as him. Do you reckon? Oh. That's a big point. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, if you think um, that side of the picture this year so far, it's been pretty... Um, Pretty reflective, aren't it? Of how many tries we've scored. I mean, there has been quite a few got down that side, haven't there? I'd love to see if anyone's got the statistics for that. Please let us know uh, on Twitter. Just get in touch with Lloyd's view. Um, but yeah, that's definitely that's quite a good point actually. Him and Newman have been like, I mean, let's be honest, Newman's been superb, aren't he? Down there on the other side. Well, yeah, on that side, yeah. Um, I'm losing my marbles. But um, right, another question that we should really talk about, and this is one which I'm not quite sure. It may go down well, might not. Richard Agar. Right, come on, gents. 
what we're thinking to Coach Agar? Skeptical at first. Admittedly, when he got the job, I was like, what is going on here? Like, I couldn't really, really understand it. But yeah, he's, he's, he's grown on me a lot, to be honest. I think he's, he's a great bloke and he's, he's definitely brought the team closer together and they're back playing with a smile on their face now, which is important. And I, I think it's no coincidence that our forms took a massive upturn off the back of it, really. Do you think he's like, I know it sounds a bit daft to say, especially with um, McDermott. McDermott was very polarising, wasn't he? I mean, I know he had, if you watch the uh, film that came out every year, you could see, I mean, he did have a very passionate thing to the players and the team, but he kind of, he almost seemed to be too, like, I don't know, it sounds a bit, a bit too cold at times. Do you reckon Agar's possibly the polar opposite? Yeah. I mean, we obviously don't, but... I mean, he almost seems to let the players not it, quite get. Yeah, I mean, it it, it kind of comes across to me like he he's got quite a good relationship with the players as well, like really down to earth bloke. Um, I think as well, it's, it's probably from the time that he's also was it Saint George Illawarra spent time over there in Australia, yeah. so you kind of think he's had a bit of experience, you know, doing a bit of coaching in Australia and. Like even before he, you know, we we appointed him. Like you had players like Richie Mavers saying, "No, actually, he's, he's going to be a good appointment. He's one of the best coaches I've, I've I've played under." And I remember at the time, like we announced him, and we we're just like, "Why are we going for him? It's almost like a backward step." But you, you kind of look at how we've been very, playing since uh, since Fern has left. It almost seemed like a very flat, like, "Oh, really? Have we really gone down this road?" But if you look at how we've played since then. I mean, you'd be looking at some real. I mean, especially this season. I'm not right. Forget Hull. We've already talked about that, George. We've already kind of talked about the whole game. But if you look at all our <laughs> other performances this season, we've kind of looked. Well, maybe the first half at Salford game, we were a bit poor, but we came back into it. And it kind of. There's been a few master strokes. I mean, let's be honest. Who would have thought Richie Myler was a fullback? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he was playing well as um, Hooker, but going at fullback, he's been absolutely superb. But yeah, it's all things like that. You kind of think to yourself, could we do something this year? Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. What do you pleasantly surprised by how we've by how we've gone? To be honest, I think I was cautiously optimistic before the season that you know maybe we might sneak into the playoffs at a push possibly because we did look slightly stronger on paper, but. At the moment, you know, we've scored the more tries, most tries in Super League. You'd struggle to find any any team that's playing more exciting attacking rugby than us at the moment. So, a lot can happen in the shutdown, let's be honest. It's a long time to be without games. But if we carry on going the way that we were, there's not many teams played better than we did in those four, first few. Uh, I think as well, um, I mean, like going back to Milo, I mean, y- y- you look at how he's been playing earlier on this season. You know, we brought Luke Gale in and everyone were thinking, well, he's going to go to Salford, he's going to go to Rugby Union, he's surplus to requirements. You look at how he's been playing and, and, and fair play to him. You know, he's, he's, he's been playing brilliant this year. Um, you know, so he just, he's just kind of just he's just put his head down and he's just got on with it. He has been the proper yeah, professional. Yeah. He's literally taken... He could have quite easily spat the dummy out gone, sorry, boys, fuck off, I'm off to somewhere else. And literally, he's actually taken a bit, he's challenged himself... And he's, he's ended up being like you won't as daft as it sounds. You won't pick him. Uh, you will not. You'd be. I think if you're like Agar now, you'd be panicking, baby, thinking. And I've got a full strength squad. I can't leave him mm. out. I mean, I don't know. That's my. I mean, Lee, I Lee's could know. have quite easily have um, done the whole dual registration with him as well, and just sent him over to Feverson for the season. Yeah. Oh God, Paul lad. I don't want. I mean, no offense to anybody who's listening <laughs> from Fev. Let's be honest. <laughs> but, you know, let's be honest. 
Right, another point that um, we should really talk about, and um, it is quite intriguing. I was just thinking about this now because we've just been on about the restart. How are we going to restart Super League? Now, I know it sounds daft. Are we going to have like a couple of friendlies to get ourselves warmed up, or is the season just going to go straight back into mm. it? What would you say? What, what, how do we get around um, this? From what I've been told, I mean, hypothetically, say if this is all over, I mean, God, you know, let's hope it's over very soon anyway. So basically, if, I don't know, we, we come out of lockdown in, say, June, rugby season starts June the 13th, for instance, the fixtures will st- will continue from wherever we the season resumes, if that makes sense. So say yeah. if we were due to play Wakefield on the 20th of June, the remainder of the calendar will continue and then the games that have been missed during the pandemic would then get put to the back end of the year. So obviously um, that's going to mean internationals are going to be put to one side. We're going to be playing over in the uh, winter months as well, heading towards Christmas, which Gary Evanson's mentioned as well. Um, but but that's that's unfortunately how, how we're going to have to do it. But then it's the same with football and every other sport. We're then finishing the winter months. Then what we're then going to do with the start of the 2021 season Oh, it's gonna be fun, isn't it? It's gonna be a cracking, uh, it's gonna be a cracking few months when we do get to actually play, won't it? It'd be kind of like, what on earth do we do? I mean, you know, it's it's gonna be intriguing, isn't it? Because all the usuals, like Old Trafford in October, that ain't gonna happen. Mm. Um, like, um, I was actually, do you know what, boys? I was gonna say this. I was actually really looking forward to the Ashes. I was kind of. Uh, really I tickets for all three. I was really looking forward to it. I, I, as soon as like Sean Wayne got announced as a coach, I was excited by it because. Them lads are going to want to run through a, like a wall for him in the national shirt, aren't they? You know, I genuinely thought we would have half a chance, but you know what? That's quite a good point. I, I, when he got announced, I was pleasantly surprised myself. I was surprised. I was like, do you know what? He's the perfect coach for England because he won't take any crap. He'll play all the players in the right position. Here went Bennett. That's how you do it. You know, that's. It. I think he's going to be actually perfect for the role. I mean, well, we say this, but. You, you still got to play Australia, who are, you know, fitter than us and better than us. But still, you know, it, it adds that thing of you're hoping in it. It's almost like it is. And I, I don't think that, that Sean Wayne's the type of bloke that would shoehorn 11 Wigan players into the 17 either. No. No, no I don't think he would. I think he'd actually be, he'd be quite happy to pick as many players as possible he knows who could pick. So it'll be intriguing well, to see how that goes. And I feel there would certainly be some strong contenders from our squad of the early part of the season if they kept their form up that, that might break in there. I know Harry Newman, for example, has got into the squad now. He's been absolutely unbelievable yeah. unbelievable for us in the first the first few games. He's, he's been... Would you say and Gale are probably shoo-ins for the England same, maybe? It's hard to say. We have got a lot... We have got, Quite a lot of a lot of potential halfback options, but just before the shutdown, Gale was starting to play with that little bit of swagger that he had at Cass again, like he was almost getting back to his best. And obviously, if he did that, yeah, he would definitely be beaming with half a half a shove. I definitely think um, Gale has certainly turned into the sort of player that was playing for Cass, like say what three or four. Well, we hated ago. him, didn't we? Yeah, that. We absolutely. Hated him. Yeah, he has that. That's a really good point. And if you looked at all oh, our last game with Toronto, oh, the we upload. had that real arrogant. Oh, yeah, there was so many little bits there. And you that... kind of just thought, this is the guy that we've been looking, we've needed since, well, it's like Maguire, Sinfield were playing. You know, he's that sort of player that really can. Do you not think, it's, you know, um, do you not think it's quite frustrating for Gailey as well? Because he's, he's, he's come back after two years, he's been sat on the sidelines and then, you know, he, he comes back in, you know, returns to Leeds, just playing well and all of a sudden it's, you see yeah, sat yeah. at home. It, it, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, it must it must yeah. be hard for the players mentally 
to to be sat at home and trying to have some sort of training regime. And you know, it, it's like you, you what's that, lad? You just want to get back on the pitch. I think in the it. in the same boat, Tom Briscoe must be turning turning his hair out. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. That's an interesting one. Could him and could he get his brother out of the team? Do you reckon? It's hard to say. He's letting nobody down, as Luke has he? Really? No, that's a very good point. I think it'd be very, it'd be very good. How long? Um, so be how long's uh, leaving out for? He'll be back by the time it starts again. Morning. Yeah, I think he's back in training, isn't he? So it it, it all adds up, doesn't it? There's, we've, in fairness, we've not got a bad team. So, right, another question, another point that's well, one of the talking points this week, Mr. Callum Watkins. Gentlemen, what is your opinions? Truthfully, I love Callum to bits. He's one of my all time favourite Rhinos players. And a lot of people were saying, why didn't we get him back? He probably wouldn't have made our starting lineup now, not not with how well Harry Newman's playing and, right. and how well, well Conrad's playing. I'm pleased to see, I'm pleased yeah. to see him getting somewhere back to like to like his best door. Like Callum's playing style is all you know to do with footwork and explosiveness and the injury that he got he was going to take time to come back from really. Um, so I'm, I'm just pleased to see that he seems to be getting there. And they'll do a good job with Toronto. It looks it, it did look good. For, by the way, we we can only say well Toronto can't because I don't think it's unfair, but it looks pretty much like he's there. But, I mean, he actually looked good in those NRL games. He actually had that... I mean, let's be honest, Titans aren't the best NRL team by any stretch. Sorry, Titans fans, but you're not. You suck. But literally, it, it didn't look that bad. He was playing quite well as a centre. But, I mean, it's going to be intriguing. I mean, he'll do well. He'll do well with uh, Toronto. Oh, he'll, he'll carve some teams apart on that picture there as well. It's like a like a fast track, isn't it? He'll, yeah, he'll score some tries for them, I'm sure. Indeed. Right. So we uh, also we put out on Twitter today, uh, well, last few days, uh, talking about basically like what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen at a Rhinos game or a rugby league game. Now we can contribute to that. Um, I'm not being funny, but uh, I did accidentally buy 30 blue blow up dolphins for a uh, game against Castleford a few years ago, 2015. If you anybody remembers, that was a very intriguing one. Uh, but somebody, uh, I won't put any, we won't mention their names, but somebody uh, did put line that they um, once saw 15 uh, Royal Navy people sat in um, a stand. I don't quite know why that was important, <laughs> but, you know, a bit random. So what's the most random thing that you've seen, gentlemen? What is the most weirdest that, thing you've That guy seen? who turned up at Uddersfield away wearing a pair of Arsenal slippers? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty special, isn't it? Well, that that was impressive. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. we've had some fancy dress outfits, haven't we? At games, I think I'm I'm sure that we've seen people dressed up in fancy we've dress. Had a few. We've had like uh, we've had Super Ted. Our our dress as a pimp. Uh, was Robert dressed up as? Uh, no, no. Uh, Danny was dressed up as Banana Man, wasn't he? Yeah, that was uh, Magic Weekend. Uh, Magic yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, something like that. They, they, they're all the same. They all merge into one. To be fair. Right, indeed. Right, gentlemen, we are fast approaching the end of this first episode of Loiner's View, uh, first podcast. Um, so what we're going to say is, um, like, we need some subject matters for the next few weeks because obviously RL is kind of, well, how can we put this, not going to be happening for the next few weeks. What suggestions should we ask the audience for us to absolute talk rubbish about? What do you reckon? Say, for instance, maybe the, the best away day, um, 
well, we could do the worst. Oh, it sounds harsh saying the worst Super League player, but you know the most underwhelming Super League signing. What do you? He's a good one. Which which five Super League players would you invite for a party at your house when you're allowed to again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners, if you heard that, that's a cracking one. We shall get that. If you've got, if you want to let us know who you'd invite, I'm sure there's going to be so many people with that. I can see that being invited. Definitely, Conrad. That's all I'm going to say on that matter. Right, folks, uh, we hope you've enjoyed our first one. Uh, thank you to Mr. Christopher Patrick Esquire and Mr. Jordan Walker. Um, we shall be back next week, I believe. Um, we are going to be trying to do like one podcast a week. Um, when there's Rhinos games on, we might stretch it. We won't be recording it on a Thursday night at 8 o'clock, will we, when Rhinos are back? I hope not, anyway. No, I hope not. We'll probably do Mondays. What do you reckon, gents? Try to get Mondays? Yes, yeah, th- yeah, then yeah, we can quickly get NHS yeah. instead. Exactly, we can talk about the weekend action, but we'll be back. We'll be back next week, anyways, for, uh, for more rambling. Okay, guys, hope you enjoyed it. Um, you can subscribe to us by listening on your like podcast areas and subscribe to Loiners View. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Loiners View. It's all in one. And uh, have a good week, guys. Stay safe. This is the Loiners View podcast.